Hey there, baddies. I feel like I am screaming at the top of my lungs. I'm trying to exert so much effort. Um, if you saw in the Facebook group, I have an upper respiratory infection right now that is kicking my ass a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I was great in Bali. I was great in Sydney. I got to LA and I thought it was just the dryness of the atmosphere and me kind of getting used to it after being in these very humid places. But it went from a little dryness in my sinuses to like my entire throat's on fire. I don't know if I swallowed a chainsaw and forgot about it, but here we are. So yeah, I went to the doctor. I got a strep test. I got a flu test. Thankfully, not either of those, but um, definite upper respiratory infection, which, you know, I was expecting because I always get sick when I travel for long periods. I took nine flights in like 20 days. That's a lot of time with recycled air and other people's germs. So, you know, despite my best efforts with emergency and with uh, drinking, okay, I'm not going to lie to you. I wasn't drinking as much water as I should and definitely not sleeping as much. I just, I think my immune system just <coughs> took a turn for the worse, but I will be fine. Um, but I didn't want to leave you without anything this week. So, so sorry. I know the sound of like someone coughing and sneezing on a podcast is terrible. I'm so sorry. Um, so yeah, we'll make it brief this week and then we're going to move into something I think that's going to be really, really fun next week. Um, that has to do with what I'm going to tell you about for my LA part of my trip. So, um, but first let's talk about all the ways that Mercury and retrograde has stood on our neck this week. <laughs> so how's it been for you? Okay. So I know we lost an episode, the thing that happened with my hotel, right, in Sydney. I get to Honolulu, amazing flight. I had a whole road of myself, and you know what? I got cocky. Mercury was like, I'm going to set you up to think <laughs> that everything's going to be fine, and I'm going to pull that rug right out from under you. So get to Honolulu, and there's this kind of cockamamie system where you just put your suitcase in this one zone, and never to be seen again, apparently. And then you have to walk outside to another part of the airport, to another terminal, and then this other part of the terminal, and then take a bus to your actual, it was craziness. So get on my flight, going to LA. And um, the pilot comes on and he says, oh, you know, we're a little delayed because we're trying to put uh, suitcases onto the plane. They're, they're a little, uh, the baggage, what were they called? The ground staff, that's not the word. I'm a little delirious all the, oh goodness, I can't remember the name, but the, the baggage handlers, I think that's right. They were a little short staff. So it was taking them a while to get a plane loaded. When I, when he said that, I was like, my bag's not going to come. I just had this intuition that, that, that kicked in. I was like, my bag is not going to come, but you know what? I got to go to LA. So we'll just figure it out from there. So sure enough, land at midnight, which is way behind our schedule. And our bags aren't there. Everyone that came from Sydney, no, no suitcase to be found. So my bag was missing. And uh, then wake up the next morning and I have this starting to happen. And then just now I was going through my mail since I was gone away from my trip and my, <laughs> my taxes for the uh, for 2017 for the state of California allegedly weren't filed, even though I have a copy of them in my hand, according to California, it didn't happen. <laughs> so Mercury is like, so making itself known at every single turn. But you know what? We're going to keep a positive attitude going through it. We are going to try our best to think, you know, these aren't roadblocks and these aren't setbacks. 
but maybe it's preparing us for something better. Maybe it's removing something from our lives that isn't meant to be there. So when we enter this new phase, especially because this is our last Mercury in retrograde going into um, 2020, which is going to be such a spectacular year, it's just working some of those kinks out. And you can't have growth and progress without having growing pains, you know? So I'm still being cautiously optimistic about Mercury retrograde, but please share your stories. Um, send me some emails and I'll read them on the next episode and we could talk about what a cuckoo bananas mess this Mercury period's been already. <coughs> so I am not going to try to do this for too long because I know you're not going to leave reviews. Like she just coughs the whole time. <laughs> I don't want that to happen. But um, I did want to say when I was in LA, I went to my favorite witch store, which is House of Intuition. I've recommended it to some of you in the group or in, in um, an email. So I went and bought three candles. I I don't know what it is. I've tried candles from all over the place. I've tried making my own candles with varying degrees of success. It's something that I would like to get into a little bit more. In fact, if you do pour your own candles, I would love uh, if you would share like the way you do it in the Facebook group, maybe or share a guide that I could read on the podcast um, and totally give you credit for it. But I think that'd be really fun. I think there's something definitely to be said for doing it on your own and putting your intention into it and your magic into it from the very conception of the candle itself. So yeah, if you have a how-to for that, I would uh, love to share it with everyone because I think I got mine off of like BuzzFeed obviously because I'm a bad witch. But yeah, they have the best candles ever. I don't know. And I can't say this for everyone. I can't say if you ever ordered some online or if you ever are in LA and you buy some that it would work as well for you. But there is something about those candles. It's like a 72 hour turnaround and all of my wishes come true, <laughs> you know? So I got a money candle because I'm hoping for a prosperous and abundant, um, uh, work season going into the holidays. Cause that's like a really big time for Instagram influencers. <coughs> and this is, as I've told you, been a kind of crazy slow year. Although weirdly, as soon as I left America, I started booking campaigns back to back. <laughs> So maybe it's not me. Maybe it's not Instagram. Maybe it's just America. I don't know. But yeah, it's, maybe my vibe changed and I, I got some good luck when I, you know, went to my happy place was just anywhere that I'm traveling to. But yeah, it was pretty cool. So I'm hoping to continue that lucky streak. And um, so I got the money candle and then I got a love come to me candle because I feel like I am perhaps ready for some kind of romantic something something in my life uh definitely not necessarily a full relationship definitely not a husband <laughs> or anything like that but um yeah I don't know I've been I think I even brought this up in a few episodes I've been feeling like that door is starting to open for me and some things are starting to happen with my heart chakra and um I've been getting a card for myself definitely that has been a lot of forgiveness and so, I, yeah, I feel like I'm ready for love to come back into my life in some capacity. And that doesn't mean it even has to be strictly romantic, intense sexual love. But, you know, maybe just some kind of kinship in a way that I haven't had since my last relationship. So, <clears throat> yes, I got a love come to me candle, which was uh, the one. I don't know. Y'all, tell me if I ever did tell this full story or not. And if I didn't, I will tell you in the next episode because we will be talking about love then but about how I lit the love cup tea candle. And it did bring me to my, one of my soulmates. That was my last, uh, my most current ex, but also uh, reverberated and hit the wrong person. 
much like when Blubber, I mean, not Blubber, <laughs> Blubber goes crazy and it starts shooting around the room. Well, it didn't necessarily hit the person I had in mind, but it hit someone else. And I mean, two years later, it's still kind of going on. So if I never told the full story, let me know and I will tell it next week. But I, 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 that's why we need to have a serious talk about uh, when you're working with love magic and love spells. Hint, hint. That is also going to be what we're talking about next week. Um, and then I also got a soulmate candle, which I guess, like I said, I guess I got love on the brain and that part of me is starting to open up a little bit, which is so funny because on this trip I was just on, I was so happy to be by myself. In fact, I saw a lot of couples like arguing with each other and getting into tiffs and like these amazing places. And I was like, you know, not that I would, not that all couples do that. Not that I would necessarily be fighting with my partner in a place like this, but I enjoyed having it all to myself. I know that sounds kind of selfish, doesn't it? But that's okay. It's okay to be selfish. <laughs> I think as long as it doesn't hurt anyone else, it's okay to put yourself first and prioritize yourself for sure. That's a part of self-care. And so, yeah, I was, I was really happy to have Bali all to myself and to have Sydney all to myself. But uh, I don't know. This love thing, I kind of got it on the brain and it's been feeling like it's been trying to creep back in. And so there's this soulmate candle that's in the love section that I picked up and I read the description and I put back down. And I walked away and I was like, well, uh, let me go look at the other ones. And then it was like, Mickey, hey, hey, you tall, blonde, come here. <laughs> so I walked back over. I picked it up again. I read the description again. I really kind of meditated on it. I took in what it was saying and then I put it back down and I went and looked at the crystal section, which is a different part of the store. And the candle was like, babe, no, psst. hey, hey, come here. I'm t I have something to tell you. I have something to show you. So I went back over. I picked it up a third time and I was like, this isn't like me to just pick up something three times. I haven't touched any other candles, any other crystals, any other smudge sets, nothing else like this. And so I picked it up and I brought it with me, but okay. So you know how I can hear the goddesses talk to me. I could hear the candle talk to me. Does that ever happen to y'all? And it said, bring me home, but it's not yet time, but just you, you'll have me when you need me. So I'm not going to burn it for a long time. It's just something that is going to sit and it has already let me know that when the time is right, it'll be there. And I can light it and I will have the intuition or intuition to know when that time is right. But it wanted, it wanted to come home with me. It wanted to make sure that I had it for when that time approaches. I have no clue when that'll be. I don't know if I'll be lighting it next month. I don't know if I'll be lighting it in 2025. I don't know if I'll be lighting it in 2060. How many years from now is that? I'll, yeah, I'll still be around, I think. <laughs> But yeah, I got it because it spoke to me. I I went in, I went in knowing I wanted a money candle. I wanted a love come to me, and love come to me versus soulmate kind of feels like I'm kind of brushing away any cobwebs that I have around myself, any walls that I have up that are blocking love from entering my life at all. Whereas soulmate feels like the progression of that. So after I allow the love to come in then I will allow the soulmate relationship to enter. But it's like I have to work through even just letting love in first. So those two definitely had in mind. Soulmate just said, girl, I'm coming whether you want me or not. So I'm sitting here and we will light it when it's time. And I can talk about it then. Even in 2060, you know, come back for episode uh, 1 million of Bad Witch. <laughs> we'll talk about it. I don't. That math is probably not right at all. But as you know, I'm terrible at math. So yeah, like I said, we're going to be talking about love next week when I actually have my voice back. I thought it would be a good time to dive into love spells, love potion, um, 
love talismans, crystals for love, all of those things, which I know we've talked about a smattering here and there. And, you know, people always associate love with February because we have Valentine's Day in March and April. We're going into spring and spring flings and all of those things. But for me, love is really like cuffing season, you know, right now. It's getting cold outside and you want someone to snuggle up with. And that's why cuffing season even happens. It's too cold to go outside and find people. <laughs> so instead of having a spring fling or a summer romance, you got to cuff them down. And I really do think that the love seeds that we might plant in this colder period, you know, we're always still thinking, even though the harvest is over and we're indoors kind of enjoying it and all of the fruits of our labor, we always have to kind of be thinking ahead too, especially with what we want to come in 2020. We've had one new year, but now we have to have our Western new year. And so, yeah, I think this is a really ripe time to start planting those love seeds. And then by the time you get to Valentine's Day, maybe you'll have a honey or two that you'll want to spend it with. <coughs> so all things love next week. It's just been on my brain. I feel like this is a very loving time of year. We're stuck inside anyway, so why not, why not just light some candles and do some love candle magic and do all kinds of fun, warm spells that make you feel good inside and maybe attract something wonderful to your life. And if you already have, <coughs> sorry, y'all. <coughs> wow. And if you already have love in your life, we can talk about spells also to enrich that and bring some more excitement to it and to enliven it and make it more of a strong bond and to make it more passionate. Cause you know, when you're with someone for a while, you just, the love transforms, you know, it doesn't become worse. It usually becomes better. But it also does become different. And sometimes we do lose some of that passion. Sometimes we do lose some of that fire. And since we're stuck inside and we got to light our candles anyway, why don't we introduce some of that fire back into our love lives? So yeah, we have one love episode technically already, which is the um, Valentine's Day episode. Is that Don't Hex Your Ex? I'm pretty sure it is. Y'all, I recorded that such a long time ago. I can't remember the titles exactly. But this is definitely going to be our love come to me, you know, because that's the candle that I went with and that's the one that I had in mind. So, yeah, we're going to think more about bringing love into our lives and renewing the love that we already have and also focus on platonic love because that's just as important as romantic love and focus on sexual love because that's really important too. And hopefully we'll, you know, surround ourselves with people that satisfy all of those needs. And maybe that's one person and maybe that's a few people. It's all all right. No judgment here. So yeah, we're going to go into love next week. And I'm really excited to talk about it. And in the meantime, I'm going to light my love come to me candle before I record. So um, if it ricochets again, like blubber, damn it, blubber. I keep calling it blubber. I don't know where that even started. I don't know if one of you said it or if I said it first, but it's been stuck in my head forever now. But yeah, hopefully it doesn't ricochet off of anyone like it did last time. <laughs> but while I have you, because this will probably only be like 20, 30 minutes, I wanted to <clears throat> pull a card for us going into <clears throat> this week. Oh, that feels a little better. Okay, I think I, I think I pulled out my goddess deck and I came to a little bit. My voice is going to hopefully play ball for just a few minutes. So as you know, in our goddess episodes, they, oh gosh, there's, I'm sorry, shuffling. They're just like, Hey, hi, we're so happy to be here. Um, in our goddess episodes, I introduced you to 15 goddesses, but you know, there's a lot of people that said they'd like me to continue with that series. And even if we're not just doing it with, um, like a whole episode dedicated to them to just pull one every few episodes or, you know, when they call out to me and so we can kind of so we can kind of continue our education with them and also hear what they have to say for us. So who wants to come out tonight? Ooh, 
Okay, so the first card that came out was Maeve, who we've already had. <laughs> she's already come out in our goddess episodes, but I understand why she's coming out because, again, she's about the cycles and the rhythms. And since in America we're going through um, falling back an hour, it makes us all cuckoo. Uh, it's dark at 4.30. It uh, starts to bring on really those feelings of, like, any kind of seasonal depression or, like, seasonal mood change. And so she's there to remind us, you know, we're entering this new cycle quite literally. We're really entering, you know, deep fall and winter now. And so to be mindful of that, to take time to deal with, you know, feelings of being lethargic, to take time with feelings of depression, to help ourselves go through the process of alleviating that and to make sure that we're not getting too bogged down in it. You know, she's a reminder that this colder, slower, darker period is bringing us back into this lighter, wonderful more um, exuberant period that's going to be approaching the 2020. Y'all, I have such good feelings about 2020. It's going to be so amazing. Um, and we'll definitely talk about how to celebrate the Western New Year the closer we get to it. But yeah, 2020 has such good vibes. Maybe like this is the Mercury and Retrograde that's going to kick our asses all a little bit because it has to work out some shit for us before we can get there. You know, in fact, when I was at House of Intuition, I was telling them about what happened with my um, hotel and my luggage, because I didn't actually have my luggage yet when I saw them. And uh, one of the witches turned around and she was like, oh, this Mercury and retrograde period has come in early, like way earlier than anything I felt in a long time. And it has been intense. And I was like, girl, yes, it has been crazy. And so we just kind of, you know how us witches are, we were commiserating about it together. So if it is coming early for you, if it has really hit you like a ton of bricks, it is not just you. It's not just me. It was those witches there. It's pretty much everyone I've talked to, and it's hitting us all over the world. I mean, I got it in Australia. I hear about it in LA. I'm talking to y'all all over the world, and it's just, this is an intense period. But again, it's bringing us to something amazing. I have faith. Mercury, you might work hard, but this coven works harder, so we're going to be okay. But the card that I did for the second poll, since we already have met Maeve and heard a lot of her lovely messages, is Una. Okay, I'm doing that thing again where I am showing you the card even though you can't see it, <laughs> but I'll share it in the Facebook group. I always do that. So Una, um, her motto at the top of the card is easy does it. And this is her main message on the card. There is no need to hurry or force things to happen. Everything is occurring in perfect timing. Isn't that amazing? For this period, this three weeks, that seems like it goes by like molasses. To hear that timing is not something we should be worrying about is a perfect message. And this, you know, four or five months of winter where everything feels slow and cold and stagnant and buried in the ground, it is a reminder that we are still making progress. We are getting towards our goals. We are growing. We are changing. We are becoming different. We are moving into this new period. And even though we don't recognize it day to day, it is happening so easy does it. You don't have to worry about it. I love her card so much. It's such a reassuring one that comes up. Okay, so let's talk about what the book has to say about her. Again, if this is your first episode, by the way, sorry if this is... Uh, hi, this is Bad Witch Podcast, the podcast where we're going to get our witch shit together one spell at a time, by the way. Okay, so if this is your first episode, they're usually a lot longer. I'm usually not this sick and sound so raspy and crazy, and I've remembered to introduce the podcast before 20 minutes in. Um, but again, if this is your first episode, or if you just need a reminder, if you've listened to a few, but you forgot to write it down, I use the Goddess Guidance Oracle cards by Doreen Virtue. And uh, Donna is on the front cover. She is uh, a goddess with two long blonde braids. She's in like an emerald green 
kind of velvety looking dress and she has a crown upon her head. So if you're looking to follow along with me and you've been looking for an oracle deck, that is the one I prefer. No pressure. You might not be into oracle decks at all. So <coughs> what does the book have to tell us about Una? If I can find her. I can't believe I forgot to introduce the podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So message from Una. Nurturing a cause or a relationship is a long-term commitment and one that can't be rushed. This level of devotion comes from a place of deep loving and concern. I care what happens to my planet and to my loved one so much that I'm willing to stick with them through thick and thin. This isn't always easy, but to me, it's the only way to ensure that matters are resolved and healed. I listen to the passionate stirrings of my heart. Passionate stirrings of the heart. Love connection. Oh, I think I'm going to call next week's episode Love Connection. Someone remind me I said that. I reach out and take action to let my loved ones know that I deeply care about them. I take action to spur on my pet causes. Never mind what other people think. You will benefit by carrying through with your priorities. You'll feel so good about yourself if you make time for the relationships and projects that truly count in your heart. Listen to your heart. Don't make me sing the song. You know I will. Do what's important to you and do it with absolute devotion. But remember, this is so this is so important. I'm going to say it so loud. Well, as long as loud as I can. But remember, there's no competition for your true life's purpose. So there's no need to worry, hurry, or feel that you have to force things to happen. Yes. <laughs> like <coughs> clutching the book to my chest because that is so profound. That is so something we need to hear, especially in a period that makes us slow down and makes us feel more stagnant anyway. We may feel like we need to counteract that by rushing and hurrying and forcing, but what we actually do when we do that is attract things to our life or force things into our life that aren't meant to be there. I always make the analogy, you know, it's like trying to put the triangle peg in the round hole. It's never going to fit. I mean, yeah, if you want to go get the hammer from the corner and pound it in there, you can get it to wedge in, but it's not going to be the right fit. So it is all about timing. It's all about letting that right fit get into its place and not forcing something there because you feel like you're lacking. You feel like you're behind. You feel like you're not making progress. It is better to wait for the right thing than to force the wrong one. Trust me. (laughs) I think we've all been there, done that. So here are the meanings of the card. Don't worry about your purpose or your goals. Make no sudden moves. Slow, steady progress is best right now. Slow and steady wins the race. If that cute little turtle didn't teach us anything, he taught us that. Or she, or they, however that turtle identifies, it's not up to me to decide. Ease into your new life instead of rushing into it. Do your... (coughs) (coughs) Wow, (laughs) sorry. Do your new work as a part-time venture to begin with while slowly exiting your old career. So... (coughs) I love this card because it really speaks to every facet of our lives. I think that Una talks to our personal life. I think she talks to our romantic life. I think she talks to our spiritual life. I think she talks to our professional life. It's all there. If you want to start a new career, if you've been sliding that way, you don't have to say, I quit. That's it. I want nothing else to do with this job, you know? Save your money. Write a plan. Make something actionable. And instead of, you know, going on a date with someone and saying, this is it, that's my soulmate, love of my life, let's do this, get to know them, see if you have the same interests, see if you have the same goals in life, see if you're compatible in ways that you wish you would have known about in your last relationship and the things that didn't work out there, like take those lessons and pay them forward, 
so you're not just rushing into something. Because listen, I know I said it's cuffing season, but that doesn't mean we have to rush into being cuffed. You know what I mean? We can take our time. We can, like for me, for example, with my ex, there's one thing that I didn't, at the time when we were together, I didn't think was a problem between us. But as I've, we've been apart, I can see that it is, or would have been eventually, is that he was very, very cheap. And not, trust me, there's nothing wrong with being frugal. I have been known to pinch a penny or two. <laughs> but he was to the point where he wouldn't let himself spend money on anything. And, you know, we kind of had to have these talks like, you can't take the money with you at the end of the day. You know, anything could happen to any of us at any time. And, of course, let's be smart and save and, you know, try to work towards this future that we want to have together at the time. But it's okay sometimes to buy the the name brand Coca-Cola and not just store brand soda. Like, it's okay to treat yourself a little bit. And just knowing the way, especially because we both love to travel, but the way I like to travel was so different from the way that he liked to do it. It would have been something that would have caused us to clash and to definitely have issues in the future and now knowing that from that relationship when I let my love come to me candle and I open myself back up I can now instead of saying oh this guy's so cute and he's so funny and he's so smart let me just ignore all the red flags that may have like popped up in other capacities or let me like ignore all the lessons about what I know about myself and what's going to work for me and what I'm able to bring into a situation and, and what I ultimately want, you know, not just for my life, but in a partnership, you know, let me just ignore all that stuff because he's so great on paper. <laughs> like, no, I can't rush into that. And if I'm rushing the timing to be in a situation versus being with the right person, then, you know, I'm going to end up with having to go give another love cup, can a love cup to me candle in another six months or so, <laughs> you know? So you got to be right about it. You got to pay attention. You got to take your time. So yeah, that's what I do love. I love that it's not even just, and it's not just career and it's not just um, personal life and not just romantic life, but it's just letting you know that it's okay to take a breather. It's okay to not be running and, and comparing yourself to other people in their situation and thinking that there's some standard that you have to live up to because you're a certain age. Um, you know, for me, I think about a lot the fact that I'm 32 and I'm not married and I don't have any kids and that's rare. <laughs> that's rare from where I'm from at least. Um, and I don't have a serious relationship and, um, you know, I don't own a home, but I mean, millennials don't own homes. So I'm not that stressed about that one. The economy was not uh, built in our favor. But yeah, I mean, there's times where I could definitely look at myself and if it, I was living on that comparison scale, I would go, uh-oh, uh I'm a, I'm a little behind. I might need to take some summer school or some weekend classes and catch up with everyone else. But that's not my journey. And so I can't be behind in my own journey because my journey is only for me. And it's the same thing for you. You're not behind in your journey. Whether it's your witch journey, it's your everyday life journey. You're not behind because it is your journey. And only you will have the right timing. And only you can set the pace for yourself and follow the pace that the universe has left out for you. So yeah, I think this part is just so great because it really is easy does it. Don't stress. Everything is working out perfectly. You are on your life's path. You are learning your lessons. Those lessons are important. You're honing your, your skills. Those skills are important. You're developing your craft and your craft is so important and you're going to get there. We're all going to get there. We are bad witches. We know this. <laughs> so if nothing else, we're definitely going to have roadblocks. We're definitely going to stumble. We're definitely going to fall off our path at times. But we also know that we implicitly deserve good and we deserve everything that you know, the universe has laid out for us. 
So instead of fighting with ourselves and even, you know, getting bogged down and naysaying ourselves based on the standards of other people, why don't we lift ourselves up and say, we're doing such an amazing job and we're doing it at the perfect timing for ourselves and no one else can determine that for us. You know, like it's winter, seasonal depression starting to come in. It's just dark outside all the time. We can cut ourselves some slack. In fact, let's cut ourselves some slack like officially and make that our homework this week. So yeah, when, when you meditate, hopefully we're all meditating, you uh, take five minutes of that and think about all the ways that you're going to forgive yourself and ease up on yourself and release stress that you might be causing yourself that has nothing to do with you, but has to do with outside pressure and societal pressure and, you know, just comparison pressure, which comparison is just the worst. Like, I mean, I guess if you're in the better situation, then comparison can be a real ego booster, but if you're not, then it really just drags you down. And if you feel like taking it one step further, um, I would write down the things that you feel like you deserve to cut yourself some slack with. And I would um, burn them and with a, a bowl with water right by your side to make sure that nothing happens. You know, we were always about fire safety before anything else. But yeah, I would just let them burn through and then extinguish them in the water. And then, um, you know, once they're ash, I would put it into the earth or I would put it into a body of water and I would just release it because it's only going to stress ourselves out. And when you're stressed out, your immune system drops. And when your immune system drops, you end up sounding like me. <laughs> and we don't want that. We want everyone to be healthy and happy so we can all go into this wonderful season we have ahead of us. <coughs> so yeah, that's going to be your homework. Cut yourself some slack. Meditate on it. Set your intentions that you're going to do it. And you know, physically write out a list of things that you're going to let yourself ease up on and set it on fire and let it burn down and let it go. You know, we got to have faith in the universe and having faith in the universe also means having faith in ourselves. It's hard to have faith and to have belief that the universe really does have something set out for us that is perfect for us because sometimes it seems like, I mean, where is it? <laughs> you know? But you know, everything worth having is worth waiting for. Or is it worth fighting for? Okay, I think it's like a little bit of both. But, you know, a little waiting can do you a world of good. I have found that out the hard way because, as I mentioned in pre previous episodes, I am the most impatient person of all time. Okay, let's do our Patreon shoutouts just real quick because it is the first episode of November. And also, we do them every week anyway. <laughs> so, a very extra special thank you, especially because we had so many signups last month. That means so much to me. So an extra special thank you, as always, to Crystal, Maya, Aurora, Celine, Kristen, Victoria, Adam, Bren, Randy, Kara, Kelly, Alicia, Nolling, Emily, Heidi, Mackenzie, Stephanie, Ashley, Jennifer, Lena, Vanessa, Sasha, Brett, Teresa, Elizabeth, Amber, Carla, Aaron, Shannon, and Amanda. Thank you so, so, so much for being signed up for the Patreon. Oh, speaking of the Patreon, um... If you didn't get your readings last month because I was traveling for half of the month, we'll just roll them over. So whenever you're ready, message me anywhere and we can get that going. There will be a bonus episode up on Friday. Hopefully we're going to be taking on Scorpio, which as you know, is my favorite sign. Um, I have total Scorpio bias and it's Scorpio season, so we have to talk about it. Um, hopefully my voice will be back by then. We'll see how it goes. Uh, if not, I'll keep you posted. And um, if for some reason your name hasn't been read or you haven't gotten your benefits or your patron's been acting funky or anything like that, not that I've had any problems with it, but I just want to make sure that everyone that has pledged is, you know, 
getting their name heard and everything, send me a message and just let me know because I love you all and I want to take care of you. Okay, um, I think we're going to wrap it up there. And like I said, we're going to pick up with all things love next week because I guess I'm just in an ooey-gooey mood. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with me. But um, yeah, so send any emails you have to the Podcast at gmail.com. I am catching up on them now. Hopefully I'll get them done by tomorrow. <coughs> um, for the Facebook group, they answer... Despite the fact that I've said blubber and flubber a hundred times in this little mini episode or mini year episode, the answer is the craft. Please just put the craft. It makes it so much easier for me to just let you in the group. I go back and I check all the time to see if answers have been added or changed. Um, the only thing that I just, you know, don't really know what to do with is if you write, I don't know. Just let me know anything. Say, oh, the podcast is hosted by Mickey or, oh, you talked about Real Housewives one time. Um, or you used to love Bill Skarsgård, but then he broke your heart, you know, whatever. Maybe that's it. Maybe I'm starting to heal from Bill Skarsgård breaking my heart and that's why I'm ready to accept a new love in my life. But yeah, just, um, I don't know. Like I, if you just put, I don't know, I really can't tell if you listen to the podcast or not. So just try to put any tidbit, you know, if you can't, truly, if you can't remember the craft, you're like, this girl was squawking and her voice was literally the raspiest thing I've ever heard. But I want to be in the group, which God has blessed you if that's the case. Just put anything that lets me know that you were here and you paid attention and, you know, you want to join us because you actually listen to the podcast. So, uh, yeah, patreon.com slash badwitch if you would like to become a patron. And what am I forgetting? Oh, and then for Teespring, we are still having 25% off on merch with code baddie. If you have any problems with it, let me know and I can adjust the price for you manually if all else fails. Um, I know on the tote bags, it didn't seem like it was working, but I checked other merchandise and it was okay. So, you know, keep me posted. It's going until November 30th. So you have some time to get your merch shopping on if you'd like. I'm about to order um, a couple of things for myself because I'm freezing. And I also suspect part of the reason that I got this respiratory infection is because in California, it's like 30 degrees at night. <laughs> I was not prepared for that coming from like a place that's constantly summer and a place that was like in the middle of spring. I had zero, I had like compression knee high socks and that's it. But yeah, I think that's it. So email the podcast at gmail.com, the Facebook group. Um, the craft is the answer to get in patreon.com slash bad And then Teespring will be linked below for your merch store. And I will talk to you all next week. Thank you for uh, sticking out with me for this raspy voiced mini episode and uh thank you for always being there and i love you all so much and thank you for your well wishes so far for everyone i told that i was like struggling with this infection i know i will be back to 100 percent next week and i love you all so much blessed be i hope mercury is not just continuously with its foot on your neck share your horror stories with me just in case and we commiserate like us witches do but until next week blessed be and goodbye Hey, welcome to What's Happening. And what's happening? Oh, what's happening, you ask? The $2 sausage McMuffin with egg. At, at McDonald's. McDonald's. Ooh, so good. Ooh, savory sausage, melty cheese. And egg on a freshly toasted muffin. For $2. $2. And what's happening? The McDonald's app. Download it on your phone right now. So you can get up on some exclusive deals only available on the McDonald's app. This bumpy emoji out of here. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Hey you, are you ready? Grab your pack, grab your tent, grab your gear. Jump in. We're going on an adventure. In Arizona, there's so much to see, so much to experience. 
At GCU, adventure is never too far away. Offering over 200 academic programs with a Christian worldview and nestled in the heart of Phoenix, you can earn your degree in fewer than four years and explore everything Arizona has to offer. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash azroadtrip.